Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. This is the free edition of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine. It's the 15th of June, 2013. Estáis escuchando Coffee Break Spanish. You're listening once again to the Coffee Break Spanish magazine. I'm Mark and I'm the host of this show. This week I'm joined by Alba, who's asking the interesting question, ¿Qué ves cuando te miras en el espejo? What do you see when you look in the mirror? Quite a deep question this week. We're off to Bogotá, Colombia with Fernanda for a virtual tour of the city and in our Q&A segment, JP and Nayeli answered Georgie's question about the pronunciation of bees and V's in Spanish. All this and more in this week's episode of... Como siempre, vamos a empezar la revista de hoy con las entrevistas de Alba en las calles de Barcelona. Hola, Alba. Cuéntanos cuál es tu pregunta del día. Hola, Marc. La pregunta del día es... ¿Tú qué ves cuando te miras en el espejo? So, today's question. ¿Tú qué ves cuando te miras en el espejo? En el espejo. What do you see when you look at yourself in the mirror? Tú que ves, from the verb ver, to see. Cuando te miras, when you look at yourself. En el espejo, in the mirror. Uf, ¿qué veo en el espejo? Pues, no sé, una mujer feliz, con su marido y con un niño pequeño. Precioso. Veo a un chico eh, un poco alternativo. Pero sobre todo veo a alguien que se acepta a sí mismo. Pues veo una madre, una mujer, juventud. Y bueno, tampoco le doy mucha importancia a lo que veo en el espejo, la verdad. Pues a mí. No lo sé. Veo muchas cosas cuando me veo. Depende del día y depende del momento. Cuando me veo en el espejo. Veo un potencial, un futuro que tiene que ser descubierto y, bueno, mucha alegría. Cuando me miro en el espejo, eh, que tengo que maquillarme todos los días y peinarme y esas cosas. Un perro en mi cabeza. La prueba. Ahora lo tengo trocadillo para que no muerda. Y yo cuando me miro al espejo, mmm, no sé, eh, veo a Vilma Picapiedra. So, some interesting answers and indeed some rather strange answers, particularly that last one, but we'll come to that in a moment. Okay, it's time to take a closer look at these answers and we are going to go through each answer and help you understand everything. Let's listen to our first interviewee now. Uf, ¿qué veo en el espejo? 
pues, no sé, una mujer feliz con su marido y con un niño pequeño, precioso. So after repeating the question, the lady says, una mujer feliz, a happy woman, con su marido y con un niño pequeño, precioso, with her husband and with a small child, a small precious little child. Precioso means precious, literally. Veo a un chico eh, un poco alternativo, eh, pero sobre todo veo a alguien que se acepta a sí mismo. So on looking in the mirror, this person sees someone who is a little bit alternative, but who accepts himself for what he is. Let's move on and listen to a further answer. Pues veo una madre, una mujer, juventud, y bueno, tampoco le doy mucha importancia a lo que veo en el espejo, la verdad. So this answer starts quite slowly, but then certainly picks up speed towards the end. Let's listen again to this lady and see if you can work out exactly what she says in the second part. Pues veo una madre, una mujer, juventud, y bueno, tampoco le doy mucha importancia a lo que veo en el espejo, la verdad. So as we heard, she sees a woman, a mother, She sees youth, juventud, la juventud. She doesn't really give much importance to what she sees in the mirror, to tell the truth. Our next interviewee begins by saying, well, he sees himself, a mí. Pues a mí. No lo sé. Veo muchas cosas cuando me veo. Depende del día y depende del momento. So the speaker is saying that he sees lots of things when he sees himself. But it depends on the day, depende del día, and the moment, y del momento. Let's listen to our next interviewee. Cuando me veo en el espejo, veo un potencial, un futuro, que tiene que ser descubierto, y, bueno, mucha alegría. So the speaker is looking towards the future, el futuro que tiene que ser descubierto, which has to be discovered, which is yet to be discovered. Our next interviewee looked at things perhaps a little more practically. Cuando me miro en el espejo, eh, que tengo que maquillarme todos los días y peinarme y esas cosas. So when she looks in the mirror, she realizes that she has to do her makeup every day and to do her hair and all those kind of things. Now, our final interviewees are a little bit different. And if you have seen the video, if you're using the premium materials, then you'll have seen the video and you'll see that these two people are dressed up in fancy dress. They're actually on a, a despedida de novios, a stag and hen do, or the bachelor party and bachelorette party, if you like. And they're dressed, in fact, as Fred and Wilma Flintstone. That might help you in understanding exactly what they say. Of course, it makes much more sense if you can see this. Let's have a listen. Un perro en mi cabeza. La prueba. Ahora lo tengo trocadillo para que no muerda. Y yo cuando me miro al espejo... No sé. So there's quite a lot of hesitation there as they think up something suitably witty to answer in response to our question. 
Now, if I explain that the the guy is wearing a Fred Flintstone out, outfit and a rather, well, not the nicest of wigs, and it does look like, in fact, he's got a shaggy dog on his hair, which is why he answers, un perro en mi cabeza, a dog in my head or a dog on my head. When asked the same question, the lady says, meo a Vilma pica piedra. So I see Wilma Flintstone. Okay, let's now go back and have a listen to all of the answers and hopefully now you'll understand everything much better. Uf, ¿qué veo en el espejo? Pues, no sé, una mujer feliz con su marido y con un niño pequeño, precioso. Veo a un chico eh, un poco alternativo, eh, pero sobre todo veo a alguien que se acepta a sí mismo. Pues veo una madre, una mujer, juventud, y bueno, tampoco le doy mucha importancia a lo que veo en el espejo, la verdad. Pues a mí, no lo sé, veo muchas cosas cuando me veo, depende del día y depende del momento. Cuando me veo en el espejo veo un potencial, un futuro que tiene que ser descubierto, y bueno, mucha alegría. Cuando me miro en el espejo, eh, que tengo que maquillarme todos los días y peinarme y esas cosas. Un perro en mi cabeza. <risa> La prueba. Ahora lo tengo trocadillo para que no muerda. Y yo cuando me miro al espejo... Mmm, Veo a Vilma Picapiedra. Hoy hemos escuchado unas respuestas muy interesantes. Volvamos al estudio contigo. Ok, we'll be back in just a moment. In between lessons of Coffee Break Spanish, why not check out our social media accounts? On Facebook, just search for Coffee Break Spanish. We post regular language challenges and cultural information. We are Learn Spanish on Twitter. And you can come behind the scenes with the Coffee Break team by searching for Coffee Break Languages on Instagram. Practice your Spanish and join the conversation with Coffee Break Spanish. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. It's time now to move to the second part of our magazine for this week. And therefore, it's time to say hello to Fernanda. Hola, Fernanda. ¿Qué tal? Hola, Mark. Muy bien. ¿Y tú? Yo muy bien. Con muchas ganas de que nos cuentes todo sobre Bogotá. Bueno, empecemos entonces. Como muchos saben, Bogotá es la capital de Colombia. Y, bueno, Bogotá es un buen lugar para ubicarse si eres un turista, ya que la ciudad está dividida como una malla en calles y carreras. ¿Carreras? Sí, es el nombre que se le da a las calles en Bogotá que dividen la ciudad en forma vertical. Muy bien. ¿Nos puedes contar un poco de la historia de Bogotá o de Colombia? Sí, sí. En la época de la colonia, la población de Bogotá era una combinación de blancos, mestizos, indígenas y esclavos. Colombia en esa época se llamaba la Gran Colombia y estaba formada por Venezuela, Nueva Granada y Quito. Y esta población eh, duró como unos 10 años. Muy bien, entonces, ¿qué cosas podemos hacer ahora en, en Bogotá? Bueno, Colombia es muy conocida por todos sus personajes famosos y, bueno, y artistas como Gabriel García Márquez, sí. Fernando Botero... Y bueno, la conocida Shakira. Shakira sí que conozco, bueno, no personalmente, me gustaría bueno. conocerla personalmente, pero bueno, es, eso, es otra cosa. Uh, me encantó El amor en los tiempos de cólera, de García Márquez. Ah, sí, sí, es un libro muy bueno. Mira, Mar, como te interesa Gabriel García Márquez, vamos a hablar de algunos lugares relacionados con él. Muy bien. Sí, bueno, hace cerca de seis años que se creó en Bogotá el Centro Cultural Gabriel García Márquez. Este centro está en el barrio La Candelaria y este es un barrio muy típico colombiano, lleno de cultura y arquitectura. Este centro cultural tiene una biblioteca, espacios abiertos y una galería de arte. ¿Y hay algún otro lugar relacionado con Gabriel García Márquez al que pueda ir? Sí, si tienes tiempo y bueno, como fanático de García Márquez tienes que visitar Aracataca. Ah, el pueblo natal del escritor, ¿no? Sí, muy bien. Vale la pena visitarlo por unos días y, bueno, recorrer todos los lugares que han inspirado a Gabriel García Márquez. Pues que tengo que ir entonces. Además de un cafecito con Shakira, ah, bueno, si no está libre, ¿qué más podemos hacer en Bogotá? <ríe> bueno, puedes visitar el Jardín Botánico José Celestino Mutis. Allí puedes encontrar la vegetación típica de Colombia, el bosque del desierto, selva y pantano. Ese es un lugar muy bonito para los amantes de la naturaleza. ¡Qué bien! A mí me gustan los lugares así. Bueno, pues si te gusta la naturaleza, también tienes que visitar el Cerro Monserrate. Este es un icono de la ciudad. ¿Y cómo lo podemos subir? Bueno, puedes subir el cerro a pie, por unas escaleras, en funicular o en el teleférico. ¿Y cuando estemos arriba, qué podemos hacer? <ríe> bueno, puedes hacer muchas cosas arriba. Desde allí, primero, se puede ver toda la ciudad. Así que puedes sacar muchas fotos. Muy bien. Sí. También hay un santuario católico, el que lleva cinco siglos siendo visitado por peregrinos. Wow. 
Sí. También, bueno, hay algunos restaurantes donde puedes probar la comida típica colombiana y, como ya dijimos, sacarte muchas, muchas fotos. Y ahora que hablas de comida típica, ¿qué, qué es la comida típica de, de Bogotá? Tienes que probar las arepas, que son como unas tortillas hechas con maíz. Estas tortillas se pueden hacer fritas o en un horno y en algunas partes las hacen rellenas. ¡Qué rico! Sí, también tienes que probar el sancocho. Que... El sancocho, ¿Sí? el sancocho, me gusta esta palabra. <ríe> bueno, el sancocho es una sopa hecha con carnes, verduras y condimentos y se dice que esta sopa proviene del cocido español. Suena bien para el frío. Sí, muy reponedora. Muy bien, ahora sé lo que voy a comer cuando vaya a Colombia. Y dime, para los amantes de la música, ¿hay algún lugar especial? Sí, bueno, Colombia es muy conocida por todos sus cantantes y por su música. Por ejemplo, la música como la cumbia y la bachata. ¿La cumbia? Sí, la cumbia es el baile folclórico de Colombia y es una combinación de música de diferentes razas y es muy movida y alegre para bailar. ¿Y a dónde podemos ir a ver bailes tradicionales en Bogotá? Ah, tienes que ir al Teatro Colón. Este teatro es el principal de la ciudad y siempre hay muchos espectáculos típicos y bailes tradicionales. Pues hay muchas cosas que hacer en Bogotá, ¿no? Sí, sí, es un lugar lleno de cultura e historia. Bueno, Fernanda, otra vez se nos ha acabado el tiempo. ¿A dónde iremos la próxima semana? La próxima semana nos vamos a Venezuela. Venezuela. Muy bien. Pues muchas gracias, Fernanda. Gracias a ti, Marca. Adiós. Adiós. So thanks to Fernanda for that very interesting conversation about Bogotá. And as usual, it's giving me the desire to head off on travels and discover lots of interesting places in South America. Okay, for our final part of this week's magazine, we're heading over to Seattle, to JP and Nayeli. And I believe they have an interesting question for us today from listener Georgie. Thanks, Mark. This is JP, and I'm here with Nayeli. Hi, JP. Hola. So, Nayeli, what question are we answering today? We have a question from Georgie, who wants to know the difference between... The B and the V. B de burro y V de vaca. Okay. Or V, which right. is V. Yes, my uh, Spaniard friends, my Spanish friends say V. All right, let's get to the answer. The answer, Georgie, is that phonologically, acoustically, there is no difference. Some of your Spanish-speaking friends might be annoyed by my answer, but no, there is no difference. If you say so, I trust you. <laughs> Nayeli and I were just talking about some acoustic stuff, because when we record these podcasts, I look at a lot of audio waves, and there is no physical, acoustical differences between the Bs and the Vs. Now, of course, in people's minds, there are big differences, and those differences are important. And for spelling purposes, it is important. Absolutely. Here's the quick description of the Spanish B and V. I want you to think of it as a as a bilabial fricative, which is a sound that doesn't exist in English. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, you make it all the time, Nayeli. Do I? Yes, it's this sound. Oh, right? Okay. In English we have b and we have v, right? The b and the v. And in Spanish they have this v. Now, it doesn't always come out that way, but most of the times, especially when a B or a V is between two vowels, it will come out that way. So, Nayeli... Por ejemplo, la cava. La cava. Now, that's C-A-V-A, and we all heard Nayeli say cava. And then we have el ave. El ave. All right. Now, that's not an English B, and it's not an English V. It's somewhere in the middle. El ave. Y la abeja. 
la abeja. No, this is the bee, right? The the, the insect. The bee. <laughs> now, la abeja has the letter. What is that? Is that a B de burro or B de vaca? B de Barcelona. B de burro. B de burro. B de Barcelona. And it's pronounced in the same way as you said, la cava and... El ave y el la ave. abeja. Now, as I said before, this letter is not pronounced as this soft B in all contexts. Sometimes in very specific contexts, you will hear this as a hard B. And the easiest way to show the hard B in Spanish is to put the B sound or the V sound, whichever one, after a letter M. Un bombazo. Un bombazo. That's a hard B. Su bombazo. Su bombazo. That's a softer B. Why? You just did it. Do it again. Un bombazo. Uh-huh. You and said bombazo. Y su bombazo. Su bombazo. Sin variar. Sin variar. That's a hard B. No variar. No variar. That was a softer B. Voy a verlo. Mm-hmm. That was a hard B, definitely. Lo voy a ver. Lo voy a ver. That was a soft B, that, definitely. Now, Nayeli, sometimes you read these, you choose the soft B even though it's in the hard B context, which is just fine. It really is a soft B in people's minds, and it turns hard in the context of an M or an N. En un bolso. En un bolso, sí. En una bolsa. En una bolsa. See, that was en un bolso was harder because there was an N before it. And en una bolsa was softer because there was an A before. And I was going to say, when you say that I have a softer B, mm-hmm. they have been right after Vowels. a vowel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. Okay. See, I learned something new on. today, <laughs> along with our listeners. <laughs> Excellent. All right, folks, if you have a question for us, please don't hesitate to come to our website, which is qnaspanish.com. Or ideally, find us on Facebook. If you like us, I hope you'll hit the like button. Let's go back to Mark. Muchas gracias a todo el equipo de Coffee Break Spanish. Thanks to everyone for your contributions this week. And thanks to you, our listeners, for downloading this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. As we release this episode, just in the middle of June 2013, we have just announced on the Radiolingua website that we can now accept payments for the premium versions of our courses through WorldPay. Now, this means that you can use uh, American Express cards, MasterCards, Visa cards, and indeed some other payment methods depending on your location. Until now, we've been using PayPal as our main payment processor, and some of our listeners have had a few problems using PayPal, or they would prefer not to use PayPal. Our addition of WorldPay means that you can now use a straightforward credit or debit card and purchase our excellent premium resources that are enjoyed by so many of our listeners. If that's something that interests you, then head over to radiolingua.com and click on the most recent episode of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine. At the moment, that will be episode 205. And in there, you'll find the correct links to purchase the premium materials of this course. Now, just a reminder that those premium materials include a range of content which will help you make quicker progress with your Spanish and get more into the language as you progress. You've been listening to the free version of the Coffee Break Spanish magazine, but the premium version is around 29 minutes long. So there's lots of extra audio content, further explanations, and indeed quite a lengthy discussion this week about the personal A. There's also the video version, which includes the interviews filmed in the streets of Barcelona, and you'll understand much more clearly what we're talking about Pedro Picapiedra and Vilma Picapiedra from the earlier part of the conversations. And there are also comprehensive lesson notes in which you find lots of details about the language covered in this episode. As I said, coffeebreakspanish.com or radiolingua.com and there you'll find the details for this latest episode. 
and how to purchase this premium version, which you can now do using WorldPay. Okay, that's it for this week. As ever, please don't forget to consider leaving us a review on iTunes or indeed posting on our website or on Facebook to let us know what you think of this week's show. We'd love it if you posted some of your photos of travelling to Bogota, if you've ever been to Bogota or indeed any of the other places we've mentioned. And we'd also like you to answer the question, ¿Qué ves cuando te miras en el espejo? Venga, hasta la semana que viene. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.